you're caring too much about what people think you're giving up that part. You know, if, especially when it comes to weight loss, listen, I've got this down. This is what we do. This is our jam. This is what we're good at. And so trust us to help you through this process. Don't all of a sudden start listening to your pastor's wife who does Octavia. And you know, like, why would you start? You came to me for help. And now you want to start listening to your mailman. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm getting good at saying that fast. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, because I know I got to say it. So I want to get through the I want to get through the beginning. So hello to all of you excited about today's podcast. Carrie was able to join me because we're talking about stop caring what people think. Christy, this I know I say this a lot, but this topic gets me fired up. Yes. Oh, so. I used to care a lot about what people thought. And let me, let me tell you the story of my friend, Dawn. Are you ready? (laughs) So when Brandon was in Sergeant major Academy, I had the opportunity to meet. um, I see a Hawk flying really low near my chickens. Y'all know I got chickens. I got my Hawkeye out on them. Christy. Yeah. I'll keep one eye here and one eye on the screen. It's like, chicken meat. It must be code red. Anyway. So when I, when Brandon was in Sergeant major Academy, we we're in El Paso, Texas. And I had the opportunity to meet a beautiful person, love her to death. Her name is Dawn. And if she ever listens to this podcast, she'll know I am talking about you, Dawn. Okay. Anyway, Dawn did not I D G a, you know how they say that she didn't care what people thought about her. And I, was immediately attracted to that because I've lived most of my life with that, but she really brought it home. She used to say it like this. She'd say, if you're not sleeping with them and if they aren't paying your bills, it doesn't matter what they think. And I thought that was hilarious. I love that. And so when drama would happen with the other Sergeant Major's wives and somebody would get mad at somebody and somebody be upset about somebody's outfit and somebody's pots and pans or barbecue or beer or whatever, she would say, if I'm not sleeping with them, And if they aren't paying my bills, I don't care what they think. And that has, that sounds hilarious. Dawn knows I love her, but that really inspired me even just a few years ago to be more all about Carrie, you be worried about you. Yeah. And so uh, there's a a different varying degrees of this that I go through. So I have been through this a lot with my hair. I have had every type of hair style and length that you can possibly imagine. I have been, I've had it down to my butt and blonde. I've had it down to my bra strap and blonde down to my butt and brown. I've had varying degrees of hairstyles and now I'm rocking it at 45 years old in a purple and blue and pink mohawk. And it's so funny, the different people, no matter what I have had my hairstyle like, there's always people that don't like it. I can be normal 
and someone doesn't like it. And so I learned pretty early on to not care what people think, but I don't like to say it like that. I like to say it like not basing my decisions on what people think. But then the flip side of this is as the owner of Code Red and as someone who is providing a service to the community, I have to sort of care on certain things about what people think because the market dictates which direction we go. The market is going to indicate who the experts are and the market's going to tell me what they want. I could create this product that I think is awesome, but if the market doesn't like it and won't buy it, then what, what good is it? So to some degree, I have to care what people think, but in other instances, I don't was like, as far as there's people are just in the, there, there's a certain percentage of people that are not going to like me no matter what I do. You guys won't be surprised to hear this, but we do not talk about these things before we get started. And the point that Christy made was exactly the point I was going to make. That is excellent. Is that, and we, again, hadn't talked about our points, but it's not to me this laying around naked, you know, shoving things in my mouth, driving any way I want, hanging out the window. We're not talking I don't care. You think I care what people think? We're not talking about that. We're not talking about being reckless or putting your life or your children's lives in danger because you don't care what people think. So we're not talking about being irresponsible, but we're talking about being so consumed Mm. with what the response of somebody else might be, whether they are known or unknown to you, that you are paralyzed in your ability to make a decision. You hit the nail on the head. Yes, paralyzed. And Carrie, I didn't, there are people out there like this that I'm hearing. That they, especially our moms out there, they have become so consumed with being a mom that they base every single decision, every minute of their life is whatever their kids want. They become a slave to their kids. I mean, I don't know if you remember, Carrie, but our mom told us, hey, listen, I am not your slave. You are a contributing member of this family. This world does not revolve around you. You get up, you do your chores. We work together as a family unit. And she made it very clear. She said to us one time, "Um, your dad and I were together before you kids came along and we were together after you kids left the house. So our happiness does not come from just being parents. We are other things. And there are parents out there and there are people out there that absolutely base their whole life on what others are, if they agree with what they're doing and how others react to what they're doing. Having raised three teenagers, almost through with raising one of them. Let me tell you, it's a good thing. I don't base my self-confidence on what they say about me because I wouldn't have any y'all. If you are your friends, if you are your best friends with your kids, Mm. buckle up, buckle up, buckle up. It's going to get rough because my daughter is like, mom, don't do that. If I, every time I dance in the kitchen or every time I tried to do a TikTok, and she was like, "Ugh," my 11 year old told me that then I would be not doing anything. I don't base my what's going on in my life on what my teenage children now adults thoughts or what my 11 year old thinks now. I know someone on social media, Christy, and I don't want to give away their identity, but they are constantly saying I'm my daughter's best friend constantly. Yes. I meant that sarcastically. Y'all can write in and talk about that. I meant it very sarcastically. And this person's child is not quite a teenager. And I want to say, Oh, Moses, for those of you who are listening, I have my hand on my head. Oh, Moses, because they're not always going to like you. You cannot base that. And what happens is, is that your self-worth is tied up in how 
this child perceives you and what, what kind of a job you're doing as a mother. And it, it's going to crumble folks. I'm not saying don't be nice to your kids, but I'm saying if you're friends with your kids, oh boy, this same person also is constantly posting for approval. Christy, I know you've met these people. This is another example of trying to get acceptance and approval to help with your self-worth because you care way too much what people think. Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. Here's the example. Those of you that said that I shouldn't be doing this with my health, you know, you don't know the whole situation. Oh. It's this need to explain, yeah. which is a sign of low self-confidence mm-hmm. and this need to get approval. Another sign of low self-confidence. Let me just tell y'all something. You will never catch me going. I know some of you don't agree with what I'm doing with my chickens, but I have the research to back it up. I don't care what any of you think about me and my chickens. I just don't. But you battle with this because you'll you'll say something about like uh, the anti-vax people will come on and they'll give you a hard time and you're not anti-vax. You're an RN. You, you know, like whatever. You believe what you believe. And then so you'll go on social media and you'll do a rant like, listen, blah, 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 blah. And then you'll apologize for your rant. It's hard not to do. I haven't done that yet. When I did my last, uh, uh, at the time of this recording, I've had one COVID vaccination. I'm getting ready to get my second one. Um, I said, I don't want to hear what you think. I'm just telling you I got my first shot. So I'm trying to get better about that because it is hard. I feel bad for being a jerk. That's what makes me feel bad. More like my attitude. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings more than I care because I really don't care what they think, but I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's kind of how I, but I agree with you. Yeah. Now I, we do, I love social media and carried us too. And we live our lives. You know, we, we post a lot about our lives. I post a lot about my dogs and, and miles and, and like, if I'm, you know, having diarrhea, like I don't even, I'll put anything out there. It's just not, it's just not taboo. I don't really have a whole lot of privacy and I do that on, but that does open me up to criticism. And it's so funny how critical people will be when they're doing it behind the the screen of a phone, they can be so critical. And I know Carrie, that people are really critical of the way that you do run your farm. And it is, it comes with a price. When you live your life on social media, you open up and we get to see, I don't own a pig. I want to see the pigs. I don't own a peacock or turkeys. I want to see, I want to hear all the noises. I love to watch them, but it comes with the sacrifice because you get your share of haters and hateful messages. And you taught, I mean, you're the best person to teach me about this and you have, and I think what has been the best is that I, you do open yourself up for a level of vulnerability. However, I still make decisions not based on what any of those people write to me. That's the funny thing. Like, thank you for your feedback. I'm not going to be doing what you said. Now, there are some experts that have contacted me and been like, hey, I noticed this one thing. You may want to be aware of it. Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, I didn't know Peking Ducks did that, or I didn't understand that about peacocks, or I have a friend whose family has a ton of peacocks. Thank you for your help with that. I appreciate that. But I didn't make every decision based on what people think of me. I don't not do my hair. I have a friend, Christy, another one. 
This sounds like a gossip session. She <laughs> loved my hair dark and my big bangs. She loved it. Every chance she gets on social media and it's an old picture. She says, I love this hair. It was long, straight, and it had the bangs and it was dark. And of course, as you can all see, I've changed my hair drastically in the last year, but I don't go, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to cut these back and do my hair dark because of what she's saying. But there are people out there and maybe you're one of these people that you would do that because of that person not liking the way you're, what you're doing with your hair. What a prison to live in yes. to not live your, your truth to be just to be doing what people think. I mean, I'm to the point, I'm a little extreme. I won't even do like miles doesn't even like my Mohawk. I mean, he, he loves me as a person. He does not like my Mohawk. When he met me 10 years ago, it was, my hair was long and blonde and I was 20 pounds heavier. He prefers me heavier. He prefers my long blonde hair and I don't give a rat's fanny. Like I love him now. Is he attracted to me still? Yes, he is. Now, if, if he was completely turned off by me and he didn't want to have intimacy with me or anything like that, that would be, now we'd be having a different conversation, a different story, but that's not the case. You know, he's a guy. It's not going to, it's not going to take much, you know? So (laughs) so, we're not even talking about our husbands as much though. Totally. Right. But there are people in the code red lifestyle that are going through their weight loss journey and their husbands start saying like, you're getting too skinny. And, uh, you know, and then your, your mailman makes a comment about how, you know, you are, you look sick because you're looking skinny or you're looking gaunt or something, you know, and boy, that starts screwing with the head of our rebels. When people start making comments on their body, can I just say that it's never okay to ever make comments about anybody's body ever. It's none of your business. You don't have an opinion where you don't have a responsibility, but people do. They just feel like they can say whatever they want when you're getting thin. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Carol Terhurst circa 1974 <laughs> until present. Um, it is true, Christy. It So our sister, Laura is always has been tall and thin. And when she was very thin, kind of painfully thin, younger, people always made comments about it. It is not okay. It is not okay for people to talk about the way you look, unless they want to say something nice. I think that's fine. Like, Hey, you look great. Or, you know, I had a rebel send in some pictures to me and she wants to lose a little bit of weight. I was like, but you look really good. I mean, I wanted to be honest with her. I wanted to be nice and and give her a compliment where a compliment was due. And I think that it's absolutely ridiculous that people think it's okay to say something about you, whether you're hiding behind a phone or a computer screen, it is not okay. It is not okay to make comments about the way you look, the way my body is shaped, cellulite, the size of my boobs, the size of my whatever, my hair, zit, nose. It doesn't matter. It is not okay. And people are paralyzed in making changes, Christy, because they're so scared of what other people are saying about them. I just can't, I can't wrap my head around that because I've been through for so many years about no matter what I do, someone always has something critical to say. So you might as well just be yourself. I know a woman, I won't give any identifying uh, anything about her, but she has lived her life in a cocoon in a hermit shell crab. And she has never put herself out there. She'd never done anything that would. And of course she's never been criticized, but she, is that really the way you want? Do you really, I would rather be Something I struggle with, sis, is since Code Red's gotten so big and we I have it has caused me to be muzzled on a certain issues that I feel political issues that I feel very strongly about. And I have had to step out of 
maybe there's a protest downtown that I want to attend, or there is a certain stand I want to take on something, but I can't because we have 50 people who work for Code Red that all depend on me growing Code Red and producing revenue. And I know if it gets out about me taking a stand on this certain issue, it is going to cause us to lose clients. And um, so I battle with this. Maybe for right now, I stay silent, but I won't stay silent forever. I'm going to, you know, but it is a tough situation when I'm in where I really want to come out and be bold about what I think. And I can't. That is a really tough, and I mean, you're preaching to the choir because you and I have been around about this one. Here's another example I notice in Code Red, Christy, about overly caring what people think. Here's a great one. You're going to go, ah, oh. um, my friend Betty and her husband, George, invited us to dinner tonight, but it's after the time that I would normally eat. What do I do? What? This is baffling to Christy and myself. This makes no sense to us. Well, Sally, you go to the dinner and you say, no, thank you. I've already eaten. Do you know what kind of social stress that causes people? Oh They're God. so worried about, about what Betty and Betty and Bob are going to think about them. They cannot, they are physically paralyzed to say, no, thank you. I've already eaten. That's all you have to say. Or here's another great example. Um, my husband doesn't get home until seven and we eat dinner at seven. And so he's really upset that I'm not eating dinner with him. <laughs> what? Yep. Then get a cup of tea and sit down and visit with him while he puts food in his pie hole. It's a dinner. Do you want to be fat? I'm sorry. Yes, I can say the F word because I was fat. Or do you want to take your life back and your health back? Really? You're so, I mean, I get it. Like if it was something, my husband, like a deal breaker, but my husband doesn't do that. Just like miles doesn't do that to Christy. We don't have those kinds of relationships, but if it's really a deal breaker, well, then I'll just sit and drink tea with you. It's about the company, not shoving food in your pie hole. I don't, oh God. And they're so worried about what somebody's going to think about a dinner party, Christy, that they have. So you mean to tell me you have to go eat Christmas cookies because you're having a Christmas party. That's what you're trying to say to me. You care so much about people you see once a year. Yeah. That you're going to go eat Christmas cookies. You're that worried. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, it's absolute bull crap. And how about this one? Then we get that a lot with the with timing of food at night when some people eat late at night. So the, our rebels feel compelled to eat late at night just because we don't want to make someone else feel bad. But how about this one? You're sleeping with a spouse who snores and keeps you up and you don't want to make arrangements maybe to go to the spare bed or to come up with some sort of a nose strip or something to help, you know, because you just, so you sit there in misery for years and decades with this husband. We have a relative like this, sis. We have a relative that every night sleeps on the couch for now decades because her husband snores so bad and, and her husband is overweight and has, you know, uh, septum problems and all that crap and needs a CPAP, won't wear one all the list goes on. So she goes and curls up on some freaking couch and suffers and has suffered for years. And it, it's just beyond me because she just doesn't want to just doesn't want to disrupt the marriage or, or hurt anybody's feelings. She cares too much about what he thinks. Mm -hmm. And what's happening is we don't think you should be unkind. We don't think you should be hurtful, but the bottom line is if you cannot make decisions about your health and your life, oh my gosh, Carrie. Okay. I'm a nurse. I'm at work. And then they're telling me that it's just way too much water. And I'm really worried. Why do you care? 
Drink your water and let your progress be a testimony. Mm. Carrie, oh my gosh, my doctor's so mad at me. He says I'm too skinny and I got to quit losing weight. Why don't you stop worrying about what a paid healthcare professional who is a partner in your healthcare, not a God. Okay. And again, I respect medical doctors and practitioners very much, but we put people on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and anytime you guys put somebody up, a spouse that is not being supportive, friends, coworkers that you, of your husband's, you only see once a year, a medical provider. Anytime you put them up, you guys give away your ability to make good decisions for your life. You give away your power. You give away you. You're giving a piece to somebody when you let a stranger say that you shouldn't be drinking that much water. Why do you do that? You give them, well, I, I really liked your hair longer. Well, I don't, but I don't want to grow it long, yeah. but I'll do it for them. I had someone say to me the other day, uh, my son's getting married at the time this recording. My son's getting married in what? Three weeks. One, yeah. One month, one month. That's right. One month. That's right. And, um, they're like, you really should just let your hair grow for the wedding. What? I'm the mother of the bride. I can't believe that people said that to you. Well, I can't believe it. They well, said you that won't to believe me who it was. I'll tell you as soon as we're oh, done with this. Phone yeah, call. Text it to me for sure. <laughs> Hold on, you let me are, text it you. You're giving up your control. Yes, control. control. And um, my gosh, why would you do that? We we really want to encourage you to stop caring so much about what people think and stop basing. And then people stay up worrying about it. Stop basing your decisions on what someone else thinks. And boy, I tell you, nothing gets me more fired up than having oh. an overweight medical doctor try to give you weight loss advice when you ain't even doing it. And you can never get the, listen, doc, you can never get Karen's weight off. I'm getting Karen's weight off. And you want to criticize me like, oh, please, please. We'll start on yeah. that. But you're caring too much about what people think you're giving up that part. You know, if especially when it comes to weight loss, listen, I've got this down. This is what we do. This is our jam. This is what we're good at. And so trust us to help you through this process. Don't all of a sudden start listening to your pastor's wife who does Octavia. And, you know, like, why would you start? You came to me for help. And now you want to start listening to your mailman who like you're not even having. Pro- I don't understand. Why would you do that? So what, what you know, what are you doing? I like the term that you and I use bandwidth and you guys know, like when too many people are on the Wi-Fi, it slows down the Wi-Fi because there's so many, the bandwidth that can't handle probably there's tech people out there. They're like, Oh, she got that all wrong. (laughs) But sometimes I'll say to Christy, I don't have the bandwidth. That means like, I don't have the brain space to deal with this right now. And I think that some of you are spending a lot of energy and I'm not criticizing you because I used to be a lot like this, spending so much energy worried about what other people think and do and say about you that you're taking a precious bandwidth that could be used for something else, like reading the Bible, listening to worship music, going on a walk, you know, doing your meditation, stretching every day at the gym. I mean, you're using up precious bandwidth. You don't have to guys. You don't have to do that. You don't have to give up your sleep, your worry, your time. This friend of mine, actually a relative that posts constantly. I don't like what so-and-so said about me. And so I'm going to justify it by getting everyone to say, at a go girl, good for you. Stick up for yourself is just a complete and total waste of trying to get attention and trying to get justification for her behaviors 
know what you know, believe what you believe and stand on that. Trust your own head, trust your own heart. And when you need help, get expert advice like weight loss, like your pastor. It's just crazy, Christy. It's like going to the the swimming pool and asking the guy that has a life vest on. So how do you swim? I mean, I just really want to know how you do it. Why are you doing that? You need to ask the lifeguard. You need to ask the swimming instructor. It's the same thing. I have five areas of my life and I encourage everybody to pick five areas of their life. And I'll tell you what mine are. And if whatever is coming up doesn't fall into one of these five areas, I don't have the bandwidth for it. Here are my five areas, my spirituality, my health, my marriage, my dogs and code red. So those are my five main areas that I put effort into. If it doesn't fall into, if it means making cupcakes for my neighbor's kindergarten class, I'm that I'm, I'm not saying I won't do a favor for somebody, but as long as my first five areas are covered, then I can make time or effort for somebody else. If it, if it means passing out Bible tracks on the street corners, <laughs> I was hoping to make you laugh with that one, sis. But it, and as long as these five areas are covered first and I, and I have the ability to, but no, if it doesn't fit into my top five areas where I put the most effort and time and resources into, I say no to it. I don't give a rat's fanny what anyone thinks. It's my family, my dogs, my health, my walk with Christ and my job. And those are the five things. That's it. That's it for me. Like outside of that, maybe I'll do it. Maybe, but I don't care what you think. I was super glad that you said family because I thought I was really confused. I think you meant six and sister was on the end and I didn't <laughs> hear it come up. And instantly my entire world just came crumbling down around me. Christy, I do care what Christy, I'll tell you in my life, I care what Christy thinks, not only because she's my boss, but because I really do value her opinion. I care, but I don't even care what Christy thinks about everything. Sure. And I don't mean that mean, like I'm not saying that mean because if Christy's like, yeah, I don't, I don't agree that you and Brandon do that. I'd be like, well, guess what? Not your marriage. I don't care, but I do value her opinion. I don't mean that mean, but even in your areas, you have to realize there are certain people that you, you may care what your pastor says about your life, but maybe it's not a good idea to listen to him about finance. If he's running the church to the ground. So you have to be real selective, but, um, I agree with Christy. I care what my husband thinks and I care what Christy thinks and that's kind of, that's kind of it, Christy. Well, even with code red, sis, I, I could, I could want to develop this product or take code red in a different direction. But if I have the five closest people around us come to me, like I get with them and I say, this is what I want to do. And those five kind of our advisors say, no, Christy, not a good idea. And here's what I'm not going to do it. I'm going to seek wise counsel outside of myself. So I like what you said about, but I'm not going to ask one of my board members what they think about my Mohawk. So there are certain ways that you're going to select your advice coming from different people. That's exactly. And that's what my problem is with the person that I know that puts that crap out on social media, because those people, let's say it's a medical issue. You don't like the way I handled my medical issue. And I've been struggling. Why, why do you care what, what Betty in New Hampshire thinks who runs a a, a chicken farm? Why do you care? Why? I hate it when people come to me for advice and they don't listen, especially if I'm an expert in that area, I just get really Mm -hmm. aggravated, but I agree, Christy, don't waste your brain space, worrying about other people think. And when you say no, say no and let it sit guys. This is one of the best things, pieces of advice I've ever been, uh, I've ever been taught and it works perfectly. Carrie, can you volunteer every afternoon for four hours at Anne Marie's school? No, 
No. Can you, um, can you do this for me? This crazy thing that doesn't fit into my life and it would take up a lot of time. No, no, I can't. Now, do I say no to everything? No, but I don't feel the need to explain yourself. So when you stop explaining guys, that'll be a good indicator that you have self-confidence in yourself and your decisions. You know, when I was early on married to Jason Nickel back in 2000, I was married from 2000 to 2005 to Jason Nickel. His mom, Barbie Nickel, was, um, you know, we, we both did a lot of things wrong and we didn't get along very well. I was young. She was overbearing. There were just problems. But I didn't have the confidence back then. I, I really let what she thought about me influence me. And uh, nowadays, I would be much more appreciative of her wisdom and her teachings and her love. But I also wouldn't give a ass Fanny what she thought because I'm so much more confident now at 45 years old than I was at 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just see the mistakes I made with my mother-in-law and things could have been so much better if I could have gotten this concept of down. Uh, and I know that a lot of you guys are, are might be making that mistake now. And, you know, you, you got, it's a tough road to navigate, but you can do a better job at this. Absolutely. You absolutely can. And Christy, when I was younger, I struggled with this too. I have a... A family member, I won't say who, uh, that just kind of treats me naughty and isn't nice. And one day my husband, Brandon, said to me, why do you care? Why do you care? And I went, why do I care? Why do I keep toxic people in my life when they don't contribute to the relationship? I would ask you guys to sit down and ask yourselves as awesome men and women, as husbands, wives, as kids, ask yourself, where in my life am I giving up brain space and bandwidth to be caring about what people who don't matter in my life in that same way, what they think. If I got so upset about every Instagram message I got, that was nasty. And I don't even get near as many as Christy. Of course, you got to have haters. That way, you know, you're doing something right. So if I cared about that, Christy, I would waste my entire day worrying about those messages. And look how many you get. It's like water off a duck's back. Christy's like, thank you. Moving on. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, we hope that this helped you talking about stop caring what people think. Stop caring about what people think or whatever I'm going to name it. I don't know what I'm going to name it yet. I haven't. When I hit the end button, I'll think of a name. Uh, who cares? And, and, it, and it give you, yeah, who cares? Maybe that's what I'll name it. Just who cares? And it gives you the confidence to continue on and do what's right for you and yours. Take care of your house, your dogs, your husband, your kids, and 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 the rest. Hey, you know what? And you ain't losing no soup over it. Like I don't, you know, 10 pound takedown.com is the best place to get started. Cause once you get control of your health and your weight, everything in your life levels up because your confidence goes up and you're going to find that handling those situations where people want to give you your opinion is going to be easier when you got control over your food and your drink and your sleep. So we believe that that feeds into other areas of your life. You can't optimally function if you are so sugar addicted and your knees hurt so bad, you can't even get out of the recliner and you're battling migraines. Like that's the, all that needs to come on. We got to get your health in order. So the rest of your life can level up. So 10 pound takedown.com is the best place to go. We have them every month. If you missed last month's, you can always hit next month's challenge. So lose 10 pounds with us, get control of your health. And you're going to be able to say no to some things much easier when you realize that you are the most important person. Thank you for joining us. You guys have a good one. Thank you, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you 
how to stay Code Red approved, even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on the go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.